0: Little thing before this week's episode, I just listened back before editing and realized that the microphone situation was once again messed up. Our recording software told us the mics were hooked up. They were not. I did not back check while recording, so the audio isn't as good as it usually is. It will be back to normal next week. But sorry about that. So you'll have to just deal with this week, but it'll be better here on out. Thanks the best one right there it's funny my teammates say you act like you just got out of prison
1: i said well you know
2: i would be mentally a lot sharper at this point
0: had i eaten more cheese you know obviously kind of like the master in the you know padawan it's never
1: been about revenge it's about a reckoning
2: Hey, what up? It's Mercedes Lewis here,
1: aka Big Dog. i you listening to the Poor Man's Packers podcast. Go, Pack go. Good night, man. I'm so excited. Let's
0: roll. Let's roll. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers podcast, the Poor Man's Packers podcast in the state of our minds. I'm Spencer, joined as always with Kyle and producer Hank. Hello. Hello. And, uh,. Obviously, a lot of things have happened since the last recording. We went on a little rant for eh, give or take 20 minutes at the end of the last mm. episode. The game did not go as planned. The Packers did lose 31 to 34. <sighs> we did have someone who experienced the U.S. Bank Stadium for the first time, Mr. Hank. You were at the game. I figure we might as well start there. Hank, how was your experience on game
1: day? I will just say that I was wrong. <laughs> I will. I will just say it's that disgusting. I was wrong.
0: We got on Hank I, last week for he said that he uh, doesn't hate the Vikings, but he hates the Lions and Bears. And he said, "I think I think he almost used the R word with
2: Vikings fans."
1: What's that? Respect, <laughs> In which is just, cool. just crossing a line. Yes. Yeah. Well, on this edition of US Hank, <laughs> I, let <laughs> me tell you that. I was wrong. I I don't know how else to say it. Um, I I mean everything. Tell us why. I just I you know I worked, right? Like I this was still like this was even you know, in the, into the car wash money, and <laughs> yeah, and so like I mean I you know you save you save you save you pay rent to aunt and uncle you save you save you, <laughs> save, you save you buy a ticket you go with one of your good friends, and then you get a bunch of vikings fans mm. you know behind you mm. and like there were a lot of nice vikings fans you know but these guys were you know it looks like straight out of fareball. um you know it looks, like, I, looks like that's hit with you know smaller um, city in minnesota just kind of like all all kind of like scrawny and blonde with big teeth um fox jackets yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah pretty much and then and then the whole time, you know, they're just like the feet are on your chair. Ooh. They're like just shouting like just slurs. You know, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, just, please just please slurs. From repeating the yeah, slurs, I'm but... not gonna, you know. First time I ever heard words like that. Um you <laughs> know, and, and I don't know. It was just so like it it was so Obnoxious. Mm. I I just like that's left. the best way. To that's work. always the one. Yeah. That
2: yeah.
1: I don't know. I was just like, why? Like I'm. Like why did I pay money? Like I know why I paid money because I was like th- last year I would get to see Aaron Rodgers play, mm-hmm. right? T V D, but yeah, I but mean, yeah. like maybe you know, like right. that was that, that was, was the, the mindset, risk right. and. But, like, it just wasn't even enjoyable. I mean, like, at, and this was at halftime. You know, go figure, like, at the end of halftime, I was going to get more pizza. Right. <laughs> you know, I spent the same amount of money as I did at the Eternals, but I got only, like, two little quick trip slices. Oh, of course. And so I'm, like, walking it up the stairs, you know. Um, it was right around Josiah Dubai's touchdown. And, you know, I just, I just remember these guys behind me are just, like, you smell like shit. You smell like shit. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, that was, you know, cool. They <laughs> said that like, to you? Yeah, over and over again, you know, and I was just, like, ignoring them. They're all, like, 22 years old, and and it was fun. Like, I mean, like, at first it was, like, funny, but then they just, like, kept touching me, Ooh. and, you know, like, on my back and stuff like that, and I was just, like, hot. <laughs> And I was like, dude, like I just, I just don't want to be sitting here. Like I just want to be anywhere else. And to be fair, there was a lot of Vikings fans that were also like pissed at these guys and were like, Whatever. oh yeah, okay. so they were, yeah, above and beyond oh yeah, like when, like that asshole. was the thing I just said was like that was like their greeting, like that was just how they said hello. So, <laughs> um, like it, you know, like I mean, there was like a, like a seven year old kid standing next to us and. The stuff they were saying, I'm like the parents were like they were rattled, Um and all I will say yeah. is the only experience I have to judge it against was Lambo, which was also a Vikings Packer game, mm-hmm. and that was in 2018, um, and you know I will say that Vikings fans there, like they were fine, yeah, but like, ladies. but you know what, like the Packers fans treated them pretty well, yes, and. And there's something to be said about that. Like, you're paying money to go see a game. Um, like, this isn't something you get to do a lot. And maybe just don't be a dick. Mm. Like, I'm sorry to cut you. Like, I'm for having fun at games and, like, getting kind little, of rowdy. A little razzle
2: dazzle, a little, yeah. little trash talk. Yeah.
1: Like, but, like, if you're clearly. There's like, a line. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I'm like, anywhere I go, it's just like, you know, I just, like, I'm trying not to be noticed. I just want to, like, sit there and I want to watch and I want to eat a slice of pizza every once in a while.
0: <laughs> maybe take a little nap.
1: Yeah, maybe take a little <laughs> nap. But, like, I don't want to sit next to the guy who probably played tennis in high school and, like, you know, like, just yelling at stuff. Not not anything bad about tennis, but it's in Fair like, their tennis courts are... Mostly just fields, so they're like sticks and stones out there. I'll take your word for it. Yeah,
0: it's it's a very odd thing. I did think of it this week too with Vikings fans because you'll talk to Vikings fans, and a lot of them have gone to Lambo for a game too, and they always say how great it was. You know, one of my buddies too was kind of an obnoxious Vikings fan. He's like, "Yeah, said that a Packer Viking game at Lambo, and it was great. Everyone was so friendly." Yet, when they're at their own stadium, it's like they go out of their way to be complete douchebags. Yeah. So, I, I just I don't understand. Yes. I'll say I have my own little experience, too, on Sunday. So, I got back from hunting uh, Sunday afternoon or whatever after the Packer game. <sighs> I had to go to Target with my girlfriend. She wanted to go shopping. So, of course, I went with the, with the cart. Hey-oh. Um, and then, you know, snotty little, I don't know, 20-year-old. I the cart away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Snotty little, you know, redhead, 20-year-old, walks by, you know, still wearing my Packer hat even though after they lost. Snotty little 20-year-old. Walks by and says, oh, rough game today. And, you know, I've been hunting all weekend, Packers lost. It's like I just, I'm just, i not even going to give them the energy. So I just looked at I literally didn't say anything. Just, just direct he, eye contact? He keeps walking and he says, bikes all day, baby. Oh. And I just turned away and I'm like, like I understand a little back and forth, but it's like. What what are you expecting? From I know, ex- like I know exactly what this
2: guy looks like too. Obviously, I've never seen him; I wasn't there, but I know exactly what he looks like in his whole demeanor. Oh,
0: it, it does once again just go back to the whole. This is the Viking Super Bowl. It really is. And, you know, with that, where it's like, oh my god, they're really celebrating. They picked up their kicker after they made a PA after the game too. Sure, you guys might have seen that clip too, where my he, God. a Packers coach, which was probably Jerry Gray, who's a former Pack uh, Viking secondary coach for a long time, knows PA was probably joking around with him, and PA, because it's the only time he's going to be able to talk, talk shit so the rest of personal. the year. Yeah, says, "Oh, I hope you guys lose the rest of your games." It's like this really is the only time the Vikings fans can can you know shoot their shot and yeah. kind of talk that shit, and it really is because <laughs> God. Now I'm going on my own fucking little rant here. The Vikings. Minnesota. Now that Cleveland won uh, with LeBron James a couple of years ago, they're the only uh, city with the four major sports to not to have the longest drought of a championship. And that's truly really what it is that these people in Minnesota don't know how to root for They're, teams they're grasping they, at anything. They don't know how to root for winning. Where legitimately, yeah. the Vikings are the most winning franchise without a Super Bowl, and that's the way that they're fans. And are. They're a they a sad franchise. They don't know how to how to act. You know when they have little minor victories. Um, I'll throw this in here too. Uh, You know, they talk a lot of shit about the stock sale and all of this. It's like, well, this was, you know, we do live in Minnesota, the three of us here, unfortunately. You know, they complain about the stock sale. It's like, well, the main reason why we do that is so we don't have to um, pay taxes, you know, to build a new stadium, which they Mm -hmm. did force on us with US Bank Stadium. Killed a bunch of birds. It literally is, you know, like we say all the time. I don't pay taxes. They are a poverty franchise, so it yes. would be nice. This is one of those, one, I wish we could write this off on our taxes for a donation to a charity, because that's really what they are. And that's what this win was, too. You yes. saw it with the refs. You saw it with the Packers. Rogers didn't want to play well in the first half, aside from that last series. Yes. And that's just what it is. For a fans. donation. Charity. Extremely well
2: said. Um, we talked our fair amount of shit on the preview about uh, not just the Vikings, but Minnesota in general, so You know, if you're a Vikings fan and you heard that and now you're here to, uh, you know, take a victory lap and listen to us be miserable, I respect that. You know, you've (laughs) earned that. We Mm -hmm. talked shit. But, again, um, yeah, just to to reiterate your point, this truly is their Super Bowl. This is the highlight of their sports calendar year. They'll hang the banner. And it's really a sight to behold. And I used to – I think I've experienced a lot of – growth over the past season maybe this offseason uh has, has put things into perspective for me like I used to like I'm not as bitter as I thought I would be about this loss like usually I just you know I want Vikings fans to be upset and I want them to lose their Super Bowl but now like seeing I I I've come to terms with the fact that, unfortunately, a lot of people I care about in my life are Vikings fans, and that just sucks mm-hmm, because absolutely. I do not like Vikings fans. Well, one of the worst things you can do. And so now, like, the, the, the majority, of me, majority of me used to be just super bitter after losses like this, but now a part of me is almost like, is almost kind of like, aw. That's aw what it You is. got that. Like, you know, like. They're the kinda, poverty kinda franchise. P- pinching, pinching them on the cheek. Like, oh, good for you. You got, you got your win. That's, that's. That's like 37% of me is kind of like, you know, happy for them that they got their win. They get to celebrate that. They get to talk their shit. And then, you know, the rest of me is still bitter that they lost because the Vikings are a joke. They've peaked. This is the peak. Exactly. exactly.
1: Yeah, it was like definitely an equitable win. Um, and the more, I don't know, like, I, you know, I'm, one of you said something about just like yes. being in like when they're at UM State at US Bank Stadium and like they're at their home and they're just like acting like fools, you know. Um, it's kind of yeah. It's like going to like a friend's house when you were a kid and then they were just like just terrible to everyone around you and you're just like sitting with them and you're like Jesus, like what, <laughs> who is what, this what, kid? Yeah, who who are you? Like I don't want I don't want. Like your parents to think I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: your your first slumber party with a kid who wasn't raised correctly is that what you're saying? The house smells a little more than than what you're used to, and you're like, wait a minute, you can ju- you can eat whatever you want. Your your parents don't hide the fruit snacks. Am, am I the only one who? Oh no. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like you're talking bad about your parents like all the time and calling them names in front of us and like beating up your brother and sister and.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know what it is with the fans at US Bank. I wouldn't be shocked if it's something with uh the lawlessness going. Um, anyways. Um But
2: despite did, despite this uh terrible loss, let's uh let's reel it in and focus on the real big loss, and that is obviously Ellen Jenkins. Oh, I thought you were which gonna,
1: the Vikings fans behind me cheered for.
2: Which is so unsurprising. I thought you were gonna ask me about hunting this weekend. Oh, how'd you hunt?
1: I didn't I
2: didn't see a single deer. You didn't even see anything? I Didn't see a single deer. I saw a porcupine. Did you do the did you like put out the feed? And stuff,
0: yeah. Brought my corn out uh Saturday morning, a little laid out to the stand. Two apples stomped on both the apples so that the juice from the apples can get out so the deer can smell it. Yep, nothing in the morning. Went back, took a little nap, go back for the evening sit. and The corn and apple was still there, so it was a good nap that I took. You know, nice. there's no deer out there, nothing in the evening. Go back out the next morning. It was snowing a little bit. My corn was gone, mm. one of the apples were gone, but uh, no deer. Went back, watch a pack again. That was about it, but yeah, saw pork pine. Uh, Saturday night climbing up a tree—that was pretty cool, and that was about it. Oh, Saturday night too. I guess I could say fun little little bit here. Went to uh went to someone else's hunting shack, and I lost thirty dollars playing cribbage to a man named Windsor Willie. He wore a Windsor leather Willie. cowboy hat. That
2: yeah. a Windsor Willie is a name you simply do not bet against. No, a-
0: any any sort of gambling you just don't. I. It was more entertainment than anything. It didn't have phone service at their cabin, and I was there with my little brother who had just learned how to play in cribbage five hours earlier. <laughs> so we got skunked on the second game, and you yeah, know, whiskey, double. whiskey, Willie, yeah, took, double up, took our money. He, um, if you would have texted me like on Saturday that hey, Windsor
2: Willie said uh, <laughs> that he likes the bikes tomorrow, I probably would have placed the bet on the bikes. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, I don't, he, That's a, that's a guy who knows things. He was a true character too. He they were passing around some bottle. One one was was it a bottle of Windsor? No, actually it wasn't Windsor because I wouldn't have taken a pull. It was some type of whiskey, and he poured it in his mouth, gargled it, oh. and then swallowed it. Yeah, he was an absolute A chaos. man's man. Yes, so
1: not, not <laughs> that was to, my weekend. Not to derail this. Um, oh, as if it's not. Yeah, yeah but uh, those apples, what kind of apples were they, and how many stomps did it take?
0: It does It does take, one of them was really big. They are from my parents' uh, backyard. We have a couple of apple trees out there. Bad, bad year this year. Last year, there were so many apples on one of the trees that uh, my dad had to get a broom to hold up some of the branches because they were uh, falling, you know, tumbling over. But Whoa. a lot less apples this year, but all homegrown apples. Big red one. I don't usually like red apples. I prefer the green. So are they like red delicious then? No, I don't think so. That, that red delicious. Worst, like, worst name for an apple ever. Yeah. They're not even delicious.
2: Yeah, the Vikings
1: a, must yeah. have named that apple.
0: Nice. They're always just so soft and mushy. And
2: very mild. Mm-hmm. Honeycrisp, Team Honeycrisp. Yes.
1: Only good thing to ever come out of Minnesota. Honeycrisp apples? Yes. Was that the University of Minnesota? Minnesota? Oh. But it probably wasn't Is that right? From Minnesota, yeah, it was probably was someone who was just studying in Minnesota and then left. Then,
2: then they claim, and then Minnesota claims that, it. Makes a lot of
1: sense. sense. Fun fact: like
2: Arnold,
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger went to UW Superior for like two years for a second language degree. Or whatever. Okay, is that enough? Is Very that cool. enough for
1: an intro? I think that's a good intro. That was probably. The I just want to say I appreciate that you're feeding the deer organic apples before you kill them.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I haven't shot a deer in nine years, so it's, it's a little rough there. So now so you're, not, not you're actually, just yeah, actually just feeding them.
1: Yeah, you're actually just.
0: For the most part, yes, that's that's how it's been. Um, so, yeah, with that, we will have our episode, as I said, the Packers lost this week. We'll have our pick six. We'll break down the six plays that <laughs> shape the game, talk about the offense and defense. I don't think we have anything for take news, so we will have is Kyle and the Idiots, so Packers trivia, and then we will preview the uh, Rams game Ooh. this week. That should be a good one. But with that, pick six. Yes. Yeah. All right, first piss six play. This All was right. a tough one, uh, you know, especially at the end of the game. It's Where like, shit was popping off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with how low scoring, not super low scoring, but the first half compared to the last few minutes. <clears throat> Started with eight plays, had to delete a couple, but let's start off here. First one, uh, second and seven, Packers 44, Vikings have the ball. Kirk Cousins goes deep to one Justin Jefferson, who gets tackled at the one yard line. Dalvin Cook scores a couple plays later to make it 3-9 to nine after the miss. Point after, uh, one of those plays where it's like, oh, how – there were very similar drives with the Packers and the Vikings to start the game where one of our first plays was that uh, deep play. Uh, Devontae Adams, who picked up like 40. Yep. And then the Vikes come back, and they have Justin Jefferson, who's wide open, just an easy little crossing out there. Puts the ball up in the air, celebrating a little early, and at least Adrian Amos was able to tackle him just short of the goal line, but you know, that was a good uh good summary of what the rest of the game was. A going precursor to yeah. some would say, yeah. A good a good uh yeah, good
2: indication for the type of day the secondary was going to have. Um yeah, they, they really crashed back down to earth after, you know a month or two of all of us Packers fans heaping praises and right. saying they were among the best group in the league. Um, and sorry, just to go back to that that first drive where the very first play of the game where Devontae has that big chunk. I'm I am backing this up with no readily available evidence right now, but I feel like every time the very first play of the game is a play like that, they end up settling for three. Like they got forty yards, they were inside the thirty, and it's like, All right, let's go punch this in. And then it just kinda stalled out and they settled for three. But um, yeah, to for them to go up back to the, the first piss six play, um, Justin Jefferson is is uh really, really
0: good. And I, I some Packer fans too, a guy at their hunting shack was saying, Man, I think he's overrated and I saw mm-hmm. I think I sent Don't... it to you guys too how like you know, a di- direct competitor, uh, Chief Said TV tweeted out a couple things like, <laughs> oh, he's Justin Jefferson saying he has something saved up for our DBs. And I'm like, I'm seeing these post pre- pregame. I'm like, have we forgotten that Justin safe. Jefferson is really, really good at yeah. ball? I understand the defense has been fine, but let's not. I understand what the Packers do, and we are the superior franchise. But it's more and yeah, maybe, maybe those would be okay to
2: tweet if Jair was playing, but. Yeah, Justin, uh, I mean, he had 100 yards
0: after the first quarter. Yeah. He yeah. had a day. There was some stat, like it was the first time since 2018 that someone had that many yards in the first quarter. Hmm. Just brutal. Once again, I think I've said it before on here too, but Justin Jefferson in my book is the best. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of time here to see, but he's the best draft pick the Vikings have ever had. To move up and take him one, oh, obviously. I mean, I don't think you've ever said that before. Yeah, maybe you were gone this offseason. That could have been when it was. But, um, wow. Wow. One that got one, wow. of the, one of the best receivers in the NFL, probably. I would say top five, top ten at least right now. But the biggest thing is them moving up and doing it. Obviously, you know, Spider, what is it? What is it? Uh, what, what effect? Snowball. Butterfly. Butterfly. Butterfly snowball effect. Vikings don't move up and take Justin Jefferson. It's one more pick where maybe the Packers would have moved up to take him. What I'm saying is one they got a great player, two would stop the Packers from getting him. We took Jordan Love. Well, no, it, I just. It changed everything. I blame the Eagles for
2: that. I mean, they took Jalen right. I know. And, and is, like, there's yeah. that popular video, if I was a Vikings <laughs> fan, I would love, Where they, <laughs> I, I know. mean, the, the, the Vikings front office literally laughs yeah. when they hear Jalen Rieger. They're like, oh, okay, send it in. Like, there's no hesitation. But, wow, that is. I mean, are we really absorbing that? I mean, are, are we doing enough to digest that take? I mean,.
0: Adrian Peterson, Randy Moss. But what do they do? What do they really do for the franchise? They didn't get them that far. But I mean, what has Justin Jefferson done? Uh, But what I'm saying is it's a high ceiling for him as an individual player because he's going to be great for them. And also, I think it it made the Packers a little bit But,
2: like, this the ceiling, though, like, for my money, Randy Moss is the greatest receiver
1: of all time. Yes.
2: So, like, that's kind of the ceiling you're you're placing. All right.
1: Well, I, I think maybe what. Spencer is saying um is that not only was he a good draft pick right like i don't he's not yet randy moss like i agree like randy moss is i mean i think i said that last week right like yeah. randy moss and ap probably are like the two best at their possession. you like, can make the um, argument yeah. yeah you can make the argument um but but the like the vikings with that pick not only you know, got a really good receiver, but also got Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yes, potentially. That, that's what I'm
0: saying. Everyone knows that the Packers wanted Justin Jefferson, Rodgers okay. has been very high on him. Okay, that's that's what now I'm saying. And, I
1: see. Okay, and so like because the Vikings okay. like they're like, well, we're not. You know, we're not. It's like I don't need to outrun the bear. I yes. just need to. If outrun yeah, him. if
2: you consider that in the equation that, of yeah, yes. where it
1: in mm-hmm. turn that's in what I'm way, saying,
2: indirectly or directly. No, indirectly gets Rogers out of town.
1: Then yes,
0: that would. I don't think the, the bear best. analogy
1: I just made really worked, but um, yeah,
0: I think it worked. Kyle, yeah. Kyle's got eyes on out. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> no, but yeah, that would basically it is because like they're yeah trying getting the getting their f- tormentor yeah. out of town. I get if that. If they we can't if they can't win a Super Bowl, kill the Super Bowl winner. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, very nice.
0: Yeah, uh, second six play. Nine minutes left in the second quarter. Bikes have a third and five. Kirk drops back, feels some pressure from Kingsley Kiki. Kirk still gets the Um, ball off up the middle. It's picked off by Darnell uh, Savage, who turns it quite a bit, but comes back. Kiki had to head contact with um, Kirk Cousins, (laughs) roughing the passer, and a couple plays later, the Vikings score. We had our own little argument about this, and I, I had an argument with someone at the hunting shack, too. Shout out Neil. I doubt he's listening. Anyways, it's, you, it's it's a pretty clear penalty in my book. i sure it's dumb, but we know you it can't hit a quarterback with your helmet, and it couldn't have been more clear.
2: But, okay,
0: yes, the
2: helmet, I. Uh, it was just such an inconsequential helmet-to-helmet. Like, it's such a uh, – like, I feel like that sort of contact, that sort of helmet-to-helmet contact happens – 3 times on a I, single drive not with just I, not with the quarterback but like just on a, t- a linebacker tackling or running back up the middle sure like that sort of, like it just happens like Kingsley was not leading with the head he didn't he didn't lead with the crown of his helmet it was just like like his helmet made contact with Kirk's and then it i just oh, i I hate the call so we, much I hate it by the letter of the law sure it's a penalty but it's just the spirit of the rule was not you know,
0: made, I just, oh. Uh, we, we've so seen so many, I would say, I don't know, half of roughing the passer calls are complete bullshit where it is what you're talking about, like, just nicking them. And I think that's one of them, but you don't, but I do. But it was, like, it was head-to-head straight on. Like, mm. it sucks, but it, it had to come back. That's just the way the rule was written. It's dumb, but whatever. Cost the Packers, that turnover there, I mean, what, Kirk Cousins? His first of, like, four interceptable yeah. passes. Yeah, it. Uh, it's once again... I, this was very much a game of uh, a lot of close calls, the uh, game of inches, of course. And this is like a, a box score
2: for Kirk that just makes his believers <laughs> yeah, I, believe, I, which I guess, in a way, is a good thing yeah, because if they're believing again, then works for me. You know, heck yeah, yeah. Like
1: it's just one of the games where everything went the Vikings' way. Yeah, which you really, know, like they, they, they if they feel good about that win, well good for them yeah like, i would not feel good about that win someone I, someone uh, tweeted oh like i would not feel good
2: someone tweeted that like so much random shit had to happen for the packers to lose that game and it's true and as personally as bad as i think the refs were in that game I they were like the fifth or sixth reason why maybe that they lost that game it but is weird. it's very so many weird bounces and weird plays and just weird out of position stuff that had to
0: happen. It was like a Freaky Friday game for me watching it because it's you know it 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 was like we see this from the Packers all the time where we get a lead, a decent lead, you know, two score lead, and then we just keep keep it up let just enough, around. let them hang around, and then they come up and we end up winning, and that's kind of what happened. They got a couple calls, which I will say sometimes the Packers do get that too, but a couple of balls didn't bounce the right way, whatever. Damn, know, yeah, play. when you do kind of look at that,
2: you uh... Like a yeah, Freaky Friday type of way that was actually pretty on point. We
1: don't we don't fucking play catch up with the Vikings. Yeah, Ugh. well you know who Jamie Lee Curtis is.
2: Yep, she's still she's still got it honestly. She no yeah. a, a different actress. Well, I just, yeah, judges. I was just
1: gonna say like yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is definitely uh Zimmer. And uh, okay. Lindsay Lohan is definitely a man. Nice. Ooh, That's uh, actually really good. That's really good. I won't dive deeper, but I will agree. Aaron Rodgers
0: did wear a shirt uh, going into the plane this week. That said, my, my coach, coach is hotter than yours. I need to get that shirt, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say link to whatever website. I don't remember what it is. All right. Moving on. The third six play. Third and five, 40 seconds left in the second quarter. Uh, Rodgers runs to the left. He's getting pressure. Throws across his body and hits Daguara oh. in the corner of the end zone. First NFL touchdown, making it 10 to 16. Nice play. Uh, it's one of those where Deguara got yelled at the week previous for not getting open or not, you from the know. Scramble drill. And yep. those scramble drills, and he, you know, knew to run away from the defense, find the corner, just open enough, and a vintage. From that point on, that series on, it's like this was a vintage Aaron Rodgers game. Yes. Like he woke up. I was saving this too, but God, I. I need to stop watching the game through the lens of Twitter. I could say I should stop viewing my life through the lens of Twitter. <laughs> I could say that too. But my God, after the first, you know, the majority of the first half, people were like not exactly calling for Jordan Love, but they're like, oh, Jordan Love could do this. Man, this guy's really rusty. It's like, we, once again, it's one of the things we see several times is like, we do not realize how good we got it Yeah. Ever. Literally a quarter and a half was too yeah. much for some fans to bear.
2: Yeah. Um, it it has really become a popular thing to like be, be quick on the uh, on the critique of Rodgers, I've noticed where yeah, if he if he goes even three drives in a row where you know they go three three and outs, yeah, people start saying oh this this guy is not good anymore. It's 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 really weird.
1: Yeah, I only critique his personal life. Mm-hmm. You know, never on the field. It's yeah,
0: Halloween costumes. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's, yeah. What, that's what my mom does too. Um, it <laughs> and
0: it is weird with him. I don't know. Because I was a little bit with it, I'm not tweeting anything, but I'm like, man, it's like sometimes he really is just doing the YOLO stuff. Where it's like he does not care about his mechanics. He had that one weird throw to Devonte that was like Devonte was in the flat and Rogers missed him by like five yards because I think it yeah. was kind of like a no look pass. And it's like, okay, Aaron, we're down right now. I we think need, we need the better plays. Right and now. again, I think it's
2: the lack of practice that is yeah. kind of starting to add. You know, that's the big talk right now is his his toe injury and. His lack of practice, I think, is yeah, rearing its ugly head. There's a lot of timing shit involved with these with these quick, precise routes, and especially with the first scripted plays or whatever. There yeah. he doesn't get to rep
1: those in practice, so the timing's just a bit off. It seems when the game starts, but he obviously got going. Have you ever played like with, like a video game with someone who's so good at like sniping or something that they just yeah. get like bored, so they're like, "I'm gonna no scope for a game." <laughs> I was like, never really a good sniper, but I am like, really
2: good
0: with the. NES well, NBA. like sounds I'm like just
1: one saying, of your buddies. Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, definitely. Like, but like, I feel like sometimes Rogers is like, I just gotta mix stuff up. I'm like, <laughs> hey, like, just gonna I'm trick shot yeah, the first quarter. Yeah, like trick, trick shots only.
0: <laughs> we joke around, but I honestly think that sometimes where I'm just like, he's yeah. he's not
1: like he's turning his hips to the sideline and he's like, I'm gonna throw it to the right side <laughs> of the field. It, it's I don't know how. Yeah, he's like, like I'm just gonna I'm gonna like yeah I'm just gonna play like no scope this However whole game, want. and yeah. I'm going to
0: see if we can win. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, fourth Piss, sixth play, uh, eight minutes left in the game already. Score is 17-23. Packers are on the Vikings' 18. Rodgers tries to get a timeout, which I did not notice in real time. Jefferson Griffin comes off the edge pretty quick, bearing down on Rodgers, but Rodgers is able to get the ball off. Devontae Adams shakes the shit out of the corner right off the line, and is completely wide open for the touchdown which makes it 24-23, to 23. once again, just a vintage. We've had a lot of these plays over the year. I feel like we haven't had as many of these, like, oh, shit, Devontae Adams touchdowns mm-hmm. from Aaron Rodgers this year, and this was one of
2: those. Yeah, he uh, he mentioned on – that's the only part I saw of him on the McAfee show today about this play specifically, and he said the route Devontae run was, ran wasn't even in the yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> play call. Like, he just kind of winged it, and uh, to hear him, it's just so – What's the word? Fascinating, I guess, to hear him just break down football. Like to hear him break down that play. Like he said, he broke the huddle. Yeah. And oh, oh, and I know you hate this, but he, well, he, he broke the huddle and he was breaking down the protection. And then he saw, like, he diagnosed the two backers, and then he realized, uh, Everson Griffin was going to be free on the like a free runner on the left. And then he recalled back to 2016, like the same exact. Uh, blitz, blitz, uh, yep, package, yep, or whatever. Yep. Like the same exact how he he knew he had Griffin on the left. I thought it was twenty eighteen, and I think it was sixteen no, because that's you. when he absolutely broke Xavier Woods. Yes, he, where sure, he you are he, right. I remember he broke that. out. And, that, yeah, like he was thinking. If Everson was thinking back to that play, and it's just just to hear him his recall to be able to just pull a twenty sixteen play out like that is is super fascinating. To hear him break down the coverages and and. How Zimmer, you know, operates his defense and how they, you know, disguise linebackers—it's just oh, it's so cool.
0: Yeah, I guess I just don't like hearing anything positive about uh, about the Vikings and suck every, every year. You know, he talks about Harrison stuff too, and it's like, yeah, I know, I understand—he's really good at at you know hiding all those blitzes and all this—and I just I wish we would have won the game. Yeah. Um, moving on, the fifth, fifth, sixth play. 217 left, Packers on their own 25. This was after the Vikings uh, scored a go-ahead touchdown. Rodgers drops back, sees uh one MBS who's got a step on a guy, lets it rip, <laughs> turns into a 75-yard mm, touchdown. It finally happened. Literally, <laughs> literally yeah, it <laughs> finally <laughs> happened. <laughs> so obviously after that, you know, the Packers uh kind of what we tied it up. I I was it's 24, 20, no. I I forgot. It was 20, 24, so whatever. I, I forgot what it was. But we, we tied it up. My two thoughts, like as, as the play was going on, I'm like, it was the least happy I've been for a touchdown just about ever because I am I wanted NBS to go out of bounds. Because oh. it's like we clear. there's just too much time with the way this game's been going. Too much time. I wish, if anything else, I would have gone for two. Uh, I, especially with where the kicking game is going, well, I would have just gone for two.
2: I mean – Obviously, if the game was tied, yes, you would probably want him to run out of bounds. But, I mean, they were down seven at that point. Just score. But there's and two minutes left. Because I guess when I, like, I just, I had the whole mindset of, like, you know, they go up 24-23. And then it's like, okay, the defense is finally going to, you know, yeah, wake up and get right. a stop. They don't get a stop. Sure. MBS scores. And it's like, okay, this, oh, finally they're going to get a stop. And, of course, that wasn't the case. But. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't really have that mindset at all. I was, I was just happy to see MBS gliding down the sideline like that.
0: It's like for all the misses that Rodgers and MVS have had through the years, it's like this is the one where it's like, he legitimately could not have put it in a better spot. Oh. Like in stride, right where his hands were, beautiful. And,
2: you know, they say that the too high safety look is what really gives Rodgers problems. And I thought that concept was amazing how they open mbs up like that because they had the two high safeties Devonte was split out left by himself and MVS there was three wide to the right and mbs was you know the most inside on the right side like in the slot and they had Devonte run a slant and harrison smith is that safety where mbs catches the ball and harrison smith is obviously terrified of Devonte catching that right. slant in the open field and so he comes crashing down thinking that Raj is going to throw the slant, and boom, like there's MBS, you know, wide open. I just feel like that is such a cool concept for a play. I hope they run that a ton more, and I hope that, you know, they can either just take the slant all day with Devante, or they hit MBS for the home run.
1: And he said that that was from the old playbook, right? Yeah. I think really? I, think I, think I did, did not know that. It's, yeah, I just checked. true.
0: It's very strange. It'll be – it's not like I'm looking forward to it, but we're still – we're in year three, but we're still not in the full-blown Matt Lafleur offense. Like, it seems like just about every week Rodgers references something going back to the old playbook. But, I mean, when you're
2: a 17-year vet, like, there's probably things that he simply just cannot
0: get rid of. You sound, you sound like Rodgers talking to Matt.
1: Well, I mean, well. I mean he did say adapted.
0: Yeah, well –
1: We'll we'll
0: see what happens whenever Aaron Rodgers does move on and Matt Lafleur ever soon still being the coach. What type of offense do you run? Because I don't think we're going to hear anything like that. I do. I don't want to get into it, but it. I do think Rodgers is. I, I'd like to know what percent of the plays he's actually calling or what's going on. You know, with the with the Chiefs game a couple of weeks ago, that was kind of a nice eye opener too. Because it's like, oh wait, shit. Jordan Love isn't checking out of runs. You know, clearly this is something with Matt LaFleur where he does, like, passing the ball more than running because that was one thing early on, too. We are like, God, is Rodgers checking out of all these runs? He just well, run no, J-Love did a lot of change and stuff. Yep, yeah, That yeah. turned into passes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was to see both quarterbacks do that. It's like, okay, yeah. maybe maybe they do just like we Yeah, passing. that. Yeah,
1: that is, that is a fair point. I hadn't thought about that. Like, Thank that you. is kind of an – I guess now seems like an unfair criticism of the king. Yeah, it was like that. MBS pass was the coolest moment at at uh, the stadium. Um, yeah, like seeing that MBS express, and even mm. though it turned slowly into MBS depressed. Hey, whoa. You know, not not because of MBS, just because. Oh, just just I've been man. depressed for three days. So. Um, <laughs> yes, because like it's yeah. only been two days I like, I guess half a day on Sunday, but it's felt like a whole day of depression and half a day.
0: Alright, that's very fair to you. <laughs> Moving on to the final piss six play, uh Vikings obviously get the ball back. First and five after too many men on the field for the defense for the Packers, a bit of the yikes there. I mean that was like
2: the opening yikes. play What too, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like, how do you come out with twelve men to start the drive? Like, I don't know. It, it was
0: one of those things where Watching the game live, I'm like, well, if you're going to get it, you might as well get on the first one. But maybe that was just one of those things. Well, either way, we'll get to the play here because it shouldn't have affected anything because it did force Kirk to throw it deep for whatever reason. So whatever, first and five, Kirk Cousins goes deep. Uh, He's pressured a little bit. Darnell Savage goes up, catches the ball in the air, falls down, goes to the ground, ball comes loose a little bit, a little bit of a wiggle there, they call it a pick on the field. They go back, review it, overturn the call. Vikings keep the ball and obviously march down the field. Eventually, <sighs> kick the game-winning field goal, and that's all she wrote. But
2: again, I don't really. And you actually might have already mentioned this, like on on the Twitter account or something. But like, what is the difference between that and the Kevin King interception against the Seahawks?
1: Well, the refs wanted the Vikings to win.
0: Yeah, all right. That's that's part of it. I, I do understand it because, you know, it's it's an end zone. It's kind of like a touchdown, how they've kind of tried to simplify that now to get away from the Calvin Johnson and stuff, um, you know, from the last decade, where it's pretty much, okay, if you have two hands on it, you got two feet down, it is a catch. It's a touchdown because you're in the end zone. But for whatever reason, they've gone away from that everywhere else on the field. But it still doesn't make much sense no. to me because, yeah, the ball hit the ground. But, God, it looked like he had two points of contact but it, throughout I mean, the it entire thing. It was three. Yeah, and it didn't move. The ball didn't – I mean, it wiggled a little bit. I couldn't tell if he had another arm or leg under it. But when you call it a pick on the field, I don't know if there was enough, enough there yes. to overturn it, which and, was the biggest.
2: I mean, technically, he had four points of contact because, as John Madden said, two, one foot – or, Jesus, one knee is two feet. And he, he caught it. He went foot, foot, knee. And then he, and he was being touched while his knee was down. So like like technically the play should be over. Like he was right again. It's yeah. It's the letter of the, like, and yeah, I, I guess I hadn't really thought of it that way, but that's absolutely what it should have been where they called it a pick on the field. I don't think there was enough that should have overturned it. That
0: was, that was the biggest thing for me. I do think over the last couple of years, they've actually done a lot better with the catching role. Back in the Calvin Johnson days, it was like nobody knew what a catch was, and they have made it a yeah. lot better. And that's why I thought it was going to, you know, stand as a pick. But whatever. Once again, donation to the poverty franchise, yes. the Minnesota Vikings, they yes. can all celebrate and have a day.
1: I'm, so, I'm like so salty and depressed still after being in that stadium. Like I'm kind of a broken man, and I'll be broken for a little bit still. I feel that. Okay. Um, probably until Sunday. Okay. Um, I'm with you. But I still, yeah. I just. That being said, I don't understand. I don't understand how that being called a catch on the field was overturned. Like right, based yeah. Yeah. Like if it had been the other way, and it had been like ruled incomplete, called incomplete,
2: and Packers wanted like, to review, and it's, yeah,
1: yeah. It's just like one of those things. Like I don't know how you have enough.
2: Hundred percent,
1: yeah. Evidence yeah. like either way to change that call. Yep.
0: Unfortunately, yes, but. That was all she wrote in that game. Ugh. Moving on to the offense. Once again, Packers loss 31-2, 34. I'll open with this. Not really a question, but I thought that I had watching the game and it's been kind of a thing with Matt before his whole career now. But on offense, I don't get it. It feels like we pass until it works. But at the first sign of, you know, a bump in the road in the run game, it seems like we abandon it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers in this game, twenty-three for Thirty-three, three hundred and eighty-five yards, four touchdowns. But God AJ, AJ Dillon, ooh, Kyle dropped his one. AJ Dillon ran the ball eleven times. I understand he was kind of of you know involved with like passing through the air on a lot of short stuff. Which I mean, side note, we need to have a conversation about does he have the best hands on the team? He I don't think he's really dropped the ball all year and now and we'll get to running back, but he jumped up and Caught the ball this week, too, and usually they're too low, but I don't know what it is where, you know, that first half would have been a lot better if he just would have ran the ball a little bit more. And yep. he had a decent average in the game, too. He did 4.8 yards a carry, 11 carries, especially Jones being out and the Vikings' rushing defense not being that good this year. That is their weakness. I don't know why we did it on
1: the ball well, And, like, time of possession, I don't, don't have that in front of me, but it felt like the Vikings had more possession. And more time.
2: Um, God, I I don't know if
1: that's how it
2: finished. I, I At thirty-one minutes to twenty-nine minutes, so it's it was marginal, but it was just more painful when the yeah, was that's true. Off. But yeah, like, you're yeah. you're so right about the. <laughs> I mean, we talked about it last week. Like someone should have texted Lafleur on Sunday yeah. morning saying, "Hey, did he actually mention that in his post game that they
0: got away from the run?" Uh, I didn't, they didn't tweet it uh, this week. Usually they tweet Um, the link, so maybe it was on YouTube later, but I never got to it. But yeah,
2: it's just, it's frustrating because, you know, they run the ball, they get to second and seven, and it's like, all right, time to throw. And that's what sucked, too, because especially in the first half, they were... Let's get in these third and threes, these third and fours, third and ones. It
0: was part of the problem, too, was all the penalties. Um, We'll talk about it more later, but everyone on the offensive line aside from John Runyon had a penalty, so we were in a lot of, First and twenty, first yeah, and fifteen, which does explain part of it. But God, he bust, he busted out a couple nice runs too. So.
2: Side note on that, I mean, my goodness, Fox, your broadcast is pathetic. The lack of replay was—I mean, I've we've been talked telling about it before, you all year. but now it's like jarring. It—it's it, it, never been this bad. There's no way it's ever been this bad in my football watching life. It's I—it's so bad this year. Like there, there's penalties where. And they're they're talking about like the, the the fan of the month or something. It's like I don't care. Show
0: me the penalty. I yes, it's, I'm literally yelling at the TV. Like I don't care about the reaction. I don't care about seeing Justin Jefferson shake his head or fans in the stands. Like show me the re-
2: and it's like they're almost doing it. They, they're almost talking about the dumbest shit on purpose to like yeah. piss you off more. It's like nobody cares about this. Very yeah. frustrating. A lot of
1: lot of yeah 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 yeah. A lot of penalties on the Packers' line. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. no penalties really on the Vikings' O line. Hmm. Um, I did the find Vikings, that yeah. Like the Vikings are known for their really good line play, and so like I guess <laughs> I just expected that. Yeah. And so like I would never use that as, as evidence of why the refs threw this this game because I'm not salty and I'm not depressed. Yes, yes. Really.
2: And about yeah, back to the Freaky Friday thing. Like to, to back up your point. Packers were one of the least penalized teams coming into the day. Vikings, one of the most penalized teams. And if you would
0: have looked at, you know, the, the penalty allocation at the end, and you would have never thought that. And I did, I, I don't think I said on the podcast last week, but I did mention it to you guys. I think where Packers opened up, like Vegas knew, Packers opened up at like two and a half point favorites. 70% of the bets <laughs> were on the Packers. So usually when that happens, you know, they go the opposite way with the line and it would go, you know, they Go to minus three and a half or minus four, whatever. Opposite thing happened, went down to one and a half. Sharp money. When you see that, you know, and this is days before even, um, you know, from Sunday, Vegas is like betting on themselves. They're trying to lower that, get more bets in because they knew the Vikings were going to cover this sharp game. Sharp
2: money was coming in on the bikes. So and it yeah. really seemed like
0: the refs knew that, uh, or they were there to make whatever, I'm not going yeah, like to say that. Yeah, and back to bitching about the refs again, sorry.
2: But, like, <laughs> I can't even complain about some of those calls, because again, Fox
0: did not show the replay right. on that one. Yeah. Just
2: infuriating.
0: Uh, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> we were talking about him there. <laughs> Didn't have a good first half. He did have a couple of weird plays. Like I said, that sack fumble he had was A very, very odd play to see from Aaron Rodgers. Once again, another week he's got the bad toe, Mm -hmm. which, hey, we were on top of that. I kept saying that last week where it's a bigger deal than they're letting on, and that's kind of been the talk since the end of the game. But he did have another first down pickup where he ran for like 20 yards. It felt like he does that just about every single week. And, yeah, I I don't know. Well, it's nice. It's kind of like the opposite of what we had um, a couple weeks ago when we played the Chiefs where the offense was terrible, but the defense looked mm. so good, it was like, oh, my God, look at this. And now it's like, well, the offense is out of their kind of tailspin that they had right. for the last couple of weeks, so at least we can hang our hat on that. Yeah, Rogers struggling, you know, for the first first half or the first
2: few drives, first quarter half, and then he does that shit to jo- Josiah. He does that throw, yeah, and it's yeah. like – there's literally maybe three people in the world who can do that. And it, it's like, okay.
0: It's the, oh, that's right. throw. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, okay, we're going to be just fine. Yeah. And we were because, yeah, you live it live it up in the second half as well. And we'll, we're going to say it until our mouths bleed. But mm-hmm. we take them for granted. And we just need to not. And I think us acknowledging that we take them for granted
0: is a good way to not take them for granted. It's it's rough now because it's since we've had the podcast, and this is season three, we've been saying it every single <laughs> time, It's like, well, God, maybe we should just kind of cherish what we have in the moment and <laughs> not just be like, oh, man. It's we we're on. not cherishing <laughs> this. <laughs> uh, moving on to wide receiver. Uh, there were wide receivers that played in this game for the Packers, one of them being Marcus the Scantling We can talk about him a little bit. Four receptions, 123 yards, the one touchdown. I mean, I think I said it before, too, where he really is just like – a random number generator for his catches. It could be anywhere from, you know, a quick little out to pick up a third down or, you know, a 75-yard bomb. You really never know what you're going to get with him. It's uh, – speaking of Freaky Friday, too, we'll talk about Mason Crosby, obviously, at some point, but it's like Mason Crosby got bad at kicking field goals and Mason, and uh, MBS does not drop the ball anymore. <laughs> I don't think he's dropped the ball all season no. and got, honestly, since – the start of that Bengals game, Mason Crosby, is yikes. Yeah.
1: We're, we're calling too much attention to what hasn't happened yet, so I'm going to knock up wood.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Thank well, you, Hank. Um, Yeah, he had some tough catches. There was, I think, one on third down that was pretty heavily contested um, that he came down with and moved the sticks, which I can't remember exactly, but it felt like a big moment um, to move the chains there. He, and, yeah,
0: he, uh, well, he had the big bomb, and then he picked up a short throw down in that long one, too. So he was he was the Randall Cobb of this game, which we're not used to, and yes, being the reliable option on these right. throws downs. Get used to it.
2: <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll see. And then, yeah, obviously the 75-yard touchdown. Again, I'm just so ah, I'm just obsessed with how that play, how they sucked Harry in like that, which I just, what happened to the quick slants?
0: And I don't know. We, That's the thing, we too. We don't right? to slants anymore. We were doing so, – yeah, I heard that this week, too, because we did it with Devontae, too, to pick up a first down. It's like, yeah, why don't we just – Yeah. Just it? Especially when you're not getting a lot going early on. It's like Nagler did have a good tweet where he's like, hey, treat Aaron Rodgers like he's Jared Goff or Jimmy G for the first quarter and just do some easy, simple get him, shit. Get, and him, get him, him in rhythm. And yeah. Like, make it. these linebackers and safeties make their lives hell with these slants. Right. You know, make them, make them make decisions. Make them –
2: Quick, quick decisions.
0: Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, moving on. Devontae Adams, seven receptions, 115 yards, two touchdowns. we oh, um, about him quite a bit. I'd rather talk about one EQ, including oh. St. Brown. I, You know, I talked a lot of shit about him in preseason. I said we might as well move on. But, God, this Game is – Game of his life. I mean, it took season three, season four for him? I think him? season God. four because, I mean, he's it in class as MBS. It just, is season four. Goddamn, we're getting old. <coughs> And it's like we finally had that moment where it was like, oh, this is why. He had that one where he had to catch at the line of scrimmage, cut up field. He just had a different gear. Just Yes, a different – he darted forward where you're using
2: he, – he wasn't dancing around or yep. running east and west trying to just use his, his speed to get around. Like he just went forward and picked up a huge chunk. And same with that uh, – excuse me <clears> – <throat> Same with that little end around he had. Right. He stuck his foot in the ground and went for it. I remember, yep. I think, I think there was like a, a game in Detroit a year or two ago where he did that and it was like a third and three. And he was just, he kept running oh, to the sideline, sure. running yeah. to the sideline, yeah. didn't get the first down. But like, you see a different EQ this year. And I really hope this is the start of something uh, magical. It would have been nice. Yeah. With
0: Lazard and, um, uh, Freak Malik being out, Malik Taylor. It was nice to see him actually carry it up. But yeah, his stats. He did finish with uh, the two receptions for 43 yards and one rush for 11. Of- oh yeah, and the the
2: you know the big one with Rogers under duress, kind of mini scramble drill, I guess. That one, and then his other catch was it was a nice slant And that mm-hmm. he again caught, put his foot in the ground, and just ran straight. It was it was awesome. Good for EQ. Mm-hmm.
1: As I opened the podcast today, I was wrong. Like I was, I was wrong about EQ. Mm. early That's on the thing. I thought you were the one that was defending him, and I didn't. No, I don't. I don't think I was defending him oh. because I was pretty cold on him. Okay, maybe you just I like you said, really long. Might, Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll go back. I mean, Something I have a, sense. I have a tendency to forget what I've said. <laughs> okay. Sometimes while talking. talking. Uh, speaking of
0: EQ to him and Juan Winfrey, who was called up for this game with injuries at Out. They both outsnapped Amari Rodgers. Amari Rodgers only had one snap on offense this week, which, Whoa. bad news, good news, because he was a little bit better on the punt returns. He had a couple okay returns, and he caught them all yeah. at least. Yeah. So maybe
1: redshirt him as a punt return for the rest of the year. We'll just roll with that. I'd be fine with it. Sometimes you just need to give a kid a little bit of a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Randall
0: Cobb had the one reception for 15 yards, picked up a first. He was also one of the lowest rated players current pro football focus, but whatever. Uh, Moving on to running back. Like we said, A.J. Dillon just had the 11 carries. He finished 11 carries, 53 yards, 4.8 average. He was the third leading receiver, six receptions, (laughs) 44 yards. It's just, I don't know. It's Like
2: genuinely, like there might be a discussion needed to be had about him having the best hands on the
0: team. It's like they're trolling (laughs) the internet at this point because every single week it's like Rodgers is too, where it's like he's – the least accurate he is when he's thrown mm-hmm. to AJ Dillon, it's always a little too high or a little too low, but he makes the play. There's no
2: better feeling than seeing AJ Dillon catch that in the backfield and just seeing one defender, right? It, yeah, it. it I, I don't think a single tackler has brought him down in that scenario. It's this like year. the whole
1: defense comes to like mm-hmm. as soon as he touches the ball, like, and, like it's like bring your whole crew,
2: like I, and honestly, like I think. Like DBs are genuinely like like almost timid to tackle him. Like they, they like, it just looks like they prep for that tackle a little different. Yeah, yeah they're not going to meet him. Yeah, they're like, they're like, okay, just let me, let me just slap your ankle and hopefully your momentum. Will yeah, be God, done.
0: they talked about this this week too. I think they talked to Adrian Davis about that and he's like, yeah, I'm glad we don't have to, I don't have to tackle because <laughs> I don't want to have to go after those big legs. <laughs> yeah.
1: I want to, like, if I had one thing I could, ask aj right now i'd be like is that the key to door county or the key to my heart <laughs>
0: yeah for those who didn't see this week too he did <laughs> finally get the key to door county he's a big fan of the area it was pretty cool he the another tangent he had a his zoom call last week or press conference and he legitimately loves green bay this is obviously only his second year mm-hmm. but he moved to green bay obviously after he got drafted Met his girlfriend from the area. They're already engaged, and he said, "Yeah, I don't know." Yeah, that's, oh, that's he's like, awesome. I, "I obviously want to finish my career here in Green Bay, but I know for the rest of my life I'm going to live in the area, which is just like, like I'm a Green Bay guy." Yeah, like shit. Okay, that I only your second year here, and if you feel that strongly about it, I I believe you.
1: I have a hypothesis. Ooh. So. Like going to Door County, you have to hit Sturgeon Bay, right?
0: Okay. All loud great.
1: Yeah. I think so. Gosh, I'm gonna sound Sure. So dumb just let's roll. No it's just roll. So, okay. Check. But like Sturgeon Bay, like last time I was there it was like I felt very at home and had like very superior vibes. Okay. Right? Um like You mean
0: our city superior or greater? Like like, like superior. Like well, superior both. the adjective. Okay. Both. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and, you know, kinda like gray, um, you know, like on on the lake, um, kind of right. a port, um, huh. like a bay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh. you know, like <laughs> it's like kind of like mid sized city stuff hasn't been like probably going as well as they'd hope, but like they're still there, happy. You know, like, okay, they can still like raise a family. Um, but like I'm thinking, A.J. Dylan has probably spent some time in Sturgeon Bay, then, and so like he probably like Superior. Oh, you know, yeah. like okay. he'd probably be—he'd probably be a fan, and so like if he likes that area, you know, he might like me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where, the, where that was gonna go.
0: You had a minute long in there just for you to tell everyone that you think AJ <laughs> Dylan might like you. Okay, I, I like it. I think I think AJ would fit right in this pod. I like to think so too. He does seem like a very normal guy, you know. And that's whatever. I yes, I agree. I will not agree. <laughs> we got a tight end. Not too much to talk about. Decided Deguaro first NFL ca- uh, touchdown. We talked about that. Uh, Mercedes Lewis play didn't have a catch. Dominic Daphne, he had it, I think maybe one of his first catches of the season. I gotta
2: say, Josiah, um a little, a little disappointed in the celebration. Yeah. I guess maybe because I'm so used to Babito and him just being so pissed <laughs> off and just yeah. like mad and just he'd yeah. probably you know, throw his helmet into the stands and start yeah. yelling at people. Like I kind of miss that passion, but you know, at your first career touchdown, maybe you're just a little like, holy shit first career touchdown, and he just kind of pointed to the sky. And it legitimately,
0: you know, people say, act like you've been there before. It was, you know, usually you say that when you're doing something stupid in the end zone. Mm-hmm. You can kind of say that about this just because it's like he didn't really know what you – you see him, but he turns around after pointing at the sky, and it's like he didn't know how to celebrate. <laughs> He's like, hey,
2: all right, guys, thanks for coming. <laughs>
0: Moving on to the offensive line. Uh We did talk about a little bit earlier, but now we get – into it. Like I said, every offensive lineman, aside from Runyon, had a penalty. Uh Also, I believe just what Wait, I'm, Runyon was the only one not penalized? Correct. Wow. Because I mean, usually he,
2: he's he been kind of struggling with, with penalties, I think.
0: Well, this year, it's, you know, if, if we see a ref do the holding signal, I just assume we're going to hear number 70. No, 70. It's, oh, Newman, no, Newman. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's that's what I've been leaning with. But, Well, we got to talk about Elton Jenkins obviously tore his ACL. Oh, my God. We actually haven't
2: properly mourned that enough yet. I tried to in the intro, but, I mean, good God. That is the biggest loss over the last –
0: oh, God. It's one of those, you know, where if he would have tore his ACL, (sighs) it would have been terrible also. But now it's like with everything else, it's like at what point are the injuries going to be too much? Yeah.
2: Well, and because – Oh, I, I thought you were going with the whole recovery timetable, but right. but with this whole Bakhtiari stuff, yeah, now it's like this late. It's like God, now you know he obviously won't be ready week one next year. Yeah.
0: So for for those that, that didn't see oh, like David Bakhtiari, God. he's still coming back from the injury. Uh, Jason Willey did say this yesterday that it's been a slow comeback because you know he's he has this inflammation in his knee that's been popping up after he practice for a couple days in a row. Came out today, Tom Calcero reported that he had a knee scope to clean that up. So now it's like I said all year and how they're treating it, that this is all preseason, where it really is. Wait until David's all the way there, see if he's back. He's not gonna practice this week, won't play this week. Bye a lot week. Of stuff over the buy and maybe after that, but they're you know, they're talking December for him. Do are, are any of you familiar with what a knee scope
2: is? Because you you said it's just inflammation. So what I'm picturing is someone just like yeah going in with like a like a little like shot back little tube and they just like suck all the
0: excess tissue of flesh say, out. Yeah, or you just get one of those small like little drink straws and just like exactly yes. it right in there. And yeah, exactly. of just squirting all the whatever out of his knee and is like hey okay you're good to go. Yep, it's patch probably, him up. I'm gonna guess that's not what like little uh, more does for the team. <laughs>
1: But yeah, knee scope a little too close to no scope to be comfortable <laughs> with it. Fair. fair. The uh, the move that they did
0: have today too, they obviously put Elton on the IR and brought Ben Braden up to the fifty three. Who we might have forgot about. I do wonder if that's going to turn into something early on in training camp. Ben Braden was one of the names that was talked about quite a bit. Wasn't? Yeah, he among like. He was, One of the guys getting the ones? He was a bona fide starter for the majority of training camp, but then after the second preseason game, I think that's when Royce Newman came in and he never you know gave up the spot. So I don't know, let's say Newman or someone keeps, you know, struggling. Ben Braden does play both guard positions and center, I believe. Mm. So don't be surprised if we see him sooner than later on the offensive line. <sighs> I'm just so sad about Elton, man. Yeah, it's a it's a real bummer. I mean, God, now with Tunyon, uh Kylan Hill, Chauncey Rivers, uh, Elton Jenkins, those are all torn ACLs. And
2: it's offense. like, and all the guys we've missed, or all the guys that have got hurt, obviously have been such massive losses. But like this one feels different because. We're not just losing, you know, the right guard. We're also losing a guy who can play center, who played left tackle, who can play a right tackle. Yep. Like he can do everything on the O line at an elite level yep. at each position. So it just this this injury hurts way more than a lot
0: of the other ones. With everything else, with offensive line, kinda, you know, all the injuries this year. It's like, oh, we've always had a little like sprinkle on top, or the little asterisk like, oh, we have a Offensive lineman plus, that, yeah, that can literally do everything, and now it's like, yeah. So now we can no longer think of what the possible offensive. Where, where are we going to move him when
1: Bokchari comes back?
0: Is no yeah. longer something. Like yeah, that. that
1: line against the Rams, not to cut kind of hedge. Sh- Von
0: Miller's washed. ah eh, Yosh, there it is. We'll be fine. Hey. Um, moving on to gosh, yes. <laughs> moving on to defense, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of a back down to earth type game, but whatever we'll see they'll only get better from this they did force 21 pressures i saw a lot of people even like willie was saying man they really missed gary cousins was pressured on i think 40 percent of his dropbacks. like he was pressured quite a bit like i said we did have the 21 just with the guys that we had on the field are Katie. we on defense now yeah we're on defense okay. um we went from third in points to seventh we are still uh fifth in yards so we we're fine hmm. but figure we can start with the secondary The three lowest rated players on defense according to Pro Football Focus for the Packers in this game. Kevin King, Eric Stokes, Henry Black. Something I said last week, too. talk about Kevin King. Everyone was saying how great he had been playing. Mm -hmm. He was one of the highest rated players since week five or whatever. Crash back down to earth. Crash back down to earth. Got benched at halftime for uh, Azul Douglas, who started playing those outside snaps. It was him and Stokes. I mean, just a really, really bad on the feeling touchdown, too, where he just kind of those concrete boots that he seems to put on every once in a while. I don't know. Concrete boots, that's good. I like Kevin King, but we'll see what happens. Do you like Kevin King? Not as much as Matt LaFleur. I love him as a CB4. Right? It's just, I just just don't get it where sometimes it's like, wow, really? Good, Kevin. Other times it's like, Kevin, what what were you? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Eric Stokes, one of those, this is a very much rookie-type game from him. You can chalk that up to that. But once again, one of those things where, God, you wonder if it's going to be, you know, with, like, young running backs. It's like, oh, are they ever going to figure out how to not fumble? And with him, it's like, God, is he going to get the ball skills? Right. And he does struggle with him. And the as, as, as as hopeful as I
2: want to be, you know, you look, you look over at, you know, his teammate Savage, who that's kind of his same knock, and that really hasn't improved. Right. So exactly. it's like, as, like I said, as much as I want to be hopeful for Eric to – develop those skills, like, I see Savage, and I'm not, you know, super confident. Right.
1: I think that we also have seen, like, some flashes with Stokes, even with, like, ball skills, right? Like, uh, in ways that, like, maybe we hadn't seen as much with Savage, like, the first very first year. I don't
0: think I've seen that.
1: Like, I mean, like. even,
2: I think there was one play in the game down the sideline where, they did, again, Fox did not show any sort of replay. Uh, it wasn't unlike uh, the highlight video, but I think he just like had a pick go right through his hands. Like Kirk just kind of floated it up and.
1: Yeah, and like I would say, like not this game, obviously, but right. like I feel like earlier in the season, like we like he's made like a couple of really big plays. I mean, he had he had an, I remember him having a big interception. Yeah, um, it's Pittsburgh. And, yeah, yeah, and then I remember him also like just covering guys and like. Like it, you know, like I I mean, but that's
2: the same with Savage, though. It's like he, he's got the physical tools to catch up and make the pass break up, but it's the ball skills of like tracking it in the air and coming down with it. Well, just I, seems I like to say
0: this we keep comparing him to Savage. I think we could compare him to uh, God, I kept trying to think of his name now because it was Quentin Rollins and Demarius uh, Marius Randall. Randall looked pretty good as a rookie. I still remember we. We were playing the Chargers at Lambeau Field, and it was on, like, fourth down, last play of the game. Chargers had a score, and he followed the corner. I forgot if it was Keenan Allen or who. Perfect defense. lock up the game, ball skill swatted it, whatever it was. And it's like, I, ho- I don't want it to be like, what if – we keep having these types of games from Eric Stokes going forward. Yeah. I I don't think I think he's a lot better than that. Mm-hmm. Just with the speed. He he's always able to be in the general vicinity of yep. just
1: whatever he plays. So we'll see. Would, would you consider like pass breakups like ball skills or no? Like that doesn't is that included in that? I mean if
2: you can kind of see
1: his head track the ball and break mm-hmm. it up, yeah. But if
2: he's like, you know, sprinting for his life, catching up and then he just puts a hands up puts a hand up, and the ball, like, that's not ball skill, that's yeah. just, that's a pass break up, because, you know, you you sped up and were able to close the window.
1: Yeah, I just, I just, and, like, maybe I'm misremembering, too, like, I've been known to do that, but, like, I just remember there being games before this, where he, like, he had looked good in some of those moments, I think, like some of those pass breakups. And, yeah,
2: I think overall he's been more good than that. Yeah, right, but I think that's a that's a factor of just his world class speed and yeah. like his physical tools being able to make up for that. Because yeah, some of these pass breakups, I think they've had Savage and Stokes should easily be interceptions.
0: Yes. Yep. Um, and that's next thing to moving on to safety. Darnell Sav- Savage. I think we talked about it a few times. He. Could have had three picks. I mean, God, I wonder what his could-be picks are for the season. For his career, my goodness. Yeah. um He also had that bad pass interference early on yep. in game two, Again, and that that's, yeah, that's another – and people
2: people smarter than me even said, like, if he just tracks that ball in the air, it is a routine,
1: yes. easy interception. Well, yes. and one of his picks did get taken. Like, he didn't catch one. Like, True. Well, he, caught, he <laughs> caught two. He caught two. He caught he the did. wrong one. Yeah. yeah. He, like, well, he, he – yeah.
0: Yeah. I wish he would have caught any of the other ones as opposed to that one. But yeah. yes. Uh, Henry Black also didn't have a great game. We don't have to get into that too much. We caught, a, we caught a Will Redmond today, too, which was kind of a weird move. He's been on the IR since. I was going to say, because yeah, any he's, camp. he's done for the year. He? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was, he was done for the year. And it, I always it, liked Will Redman as a specialty. And then. But that's not he, on the field as you know. a specialty, but there. sure. But it, it fell into that Devon House type thing where it's like, Yeah, I like Devon House as a fourth or fifth, <laughs> <order>. but now <laughs> but it's like, couldn't... Oh, he's getting CD2 snaps. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. Well,
1: hold on. I'm just gonna say, like, I stand with Eric Stokes. Me, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I'm like, I'm I, like, I hope I yeah. Didn't hit no I'm no, not, not, not. I just like, I just like, I'm not like, I did not leave that game worried about him. Like, I, I you know, like, I didn't <laughs> like, I really. And like, I didn't, yeah, I'm not worried. And like, I'm actually after like Paul Allen's little like going after oh, yeah. a rookie. I hope he sees that. I hope Stokes sees that. Yeah, like he did. I'm well, sorry. yeah, like I'm just like, what a, what a just cheap dick move. Mm. Like, well, it was well, like, what a, like, geez, like, I don't again. know.
2: You just got to remember, this is the highlight of their year. They're letting it fly. They just won the Super Bowl in their eyes. They're going to let it rain and, and just take any ounce of of pride they can and just, just let them have it. And if you He's, didn't
0: listen to uh, what Hank is referring to, Paul Allen said that uh, the Packers should have Eric Stokes play on Justin Jefferson for the rest of his career because he mm-hmm. played with, against someone who's the Georgia too at the same spot. But.
1: If you just want to see someone that's like so mediocre and average at their job, that's never gonna not have their job. Just look at Paul Allen. Mm.
0: Well said. Yeah, it's so sure. bombastic.
1: And I'll I'll say this before we went on another
0: tangent there. I didn't think you the fact that you like had to reiterate that you're pro Stokes and you're getting so defensive about it makes me makes me think twice about this, Hank. So I don't know. Maybe we'll have to see how if you're. I just like right I now. just
1: want to say that like I think. It would be easy to lose faith in Stokes after this game, and yeah, exactly. well, like not the next one. no, but like I feel like he's not Kevin. It took years
0: for Kevin King to get the name. It wasn't True. until literally that True. A championship team last year. And, well, we but I ball feel ball like, like
1: I him. also feel like that was when Kevin King went real dark. Yeah, like that was like that was well, that was no way, shit. Like,
0: you could you literally can't have a worse. <laughs>
1: but like I but. I, like, I feel like I was – the Kevin King had shown me enough consistency on, like, till that game. Mm. Like, that game was, like, a turning point. I guess. Like, that's, I like, something you can never come back I, to. I would never,
0: ever, ever, even before that, call Kevin King a consistent. Oh, I feel forward. like I would have. Consistently, oh. consistent. Uh, there you go. Uh, inside linebacker, Quandre Campbell, played well 3rd highest rated inside linebacker in coverage of the NFL. Outside linebacker guy we haven't even really talked about him. What was six play that I get rid of? But Preston Smith five pressures, four stops, two sacks, forced a fumble. Um, just an all out great game from him. He's quietly been one of the best players on the defense filling in for Cedarius Smith. It's nice, you know. I said quiet there. You know he is. He does take a more quiet approach to playing well on Who's defense. Who's that? Preston Smith. Yeah, Who's as to opposed to his Darius? like
1: super seon thing um, in person, yeah. like. That was cool. Ooh, yeah. Like that was that celebration was way cooler than the other team celebration, which has <laughs> no originality. I yeah, I'm
2: much. all about the Preston Smith redemption. To, well, not really redemption, but I just it like a bit resurgence. Of resurgence. I, 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 I love, love him him this. Year. He Even he's
0: so good this year. Oh, I love him in the pressers, too. He's just he comes off a lot more humble and like a regular guy than he has in the past. too. I, I'm very happy with what he's shown this year. Uh, Tip up. Played in this game. Remember, we talked about him a little bit. It's Tipa Alei. Tipa Alei. Because yeah, they said it on the broadcast, and I and I was thinking back to the episode. I was like,
2: "Ooh, wait, Spence probably butchered that." The G (laughs) is silent. But yeah, he was the fourth Sorry, go again. Tipa.
0: Tipa Alei.
2: Tipa Alei. I mean, don't say it like you're reading it. Just but I it. but I am, but so I have to remember.
0: Um yeah, fourth highest rated player on pro football focus for the Packers in this game. Didn't have a ton of snaps, but made two stops on the edge. I mean, the two times they ran at him, he yep. seemed to make the stop on Delvin Cook, and that's all you can ask for for someone playing the first game. Not
2: not a fan of the number forty. No, it's very so. out of place. It's it's terrible. I kept thinking like
0: a running back was in there. But it, it's one of those where it's like, well, yeah, at the same time, you see uh, Patrick Peterson wearing number seven. It's like, yeah, more, I guess. this is better than that. So, Yeah.
1: Tip of my hat to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to defensive line. Tyler Lancaster for such a shitty game that it turned out to be. A lot of career games for people. Tyler Lancaster had a really good game. Had two tackles for loss. You know, kind of forgot he was on the team, especially after last week when T.J. Slayton played pretty well. Great game from him. I think uh, the, the Minnesota
2: center being absolutely <laughs> dreadful helped. I mean, Kenny Clark, my God. I mean, very first play of the game for the Bikes, I think Kenny just yes. absolutely swallowed this He the could have taken
1: the hand
0: off if he really wanted to. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I bet you that center never lifted up his head. <laughs> yeah, that's another bullshit Patrick. Oh, either. my God.
0: We don't need it. No, no, no. We're let's not. we want to bring us there. Kenny Clark had five I pressures. there so bad. <laughs> Kenny Clark had five pressures. He was really good like always. He's... There's too many. I don't know. I don't yeah, he was
2: absolutely guys. harassing that center. I oh, I almost like I almost felt bad. I'm
0: like this guy's probably trying his hardest, and it, like yeah. he can't do
2: anything.
0: Uh, moving on to the special teams, try to make this as brief as possible. Mason Crosby obviously need the 54 yarder that barely made it over the bar, but then Boint the 32 yarder. You're Brian
2: Gudikons. Where do you go from here? I mean, I would have cut Hunter Bradley during.
0: I, oh no, no, no! <laughs> still on, on
1: Hunter Bradley. Can't huh? get away. Number two.
0: What do you mean, number two? Mason Crosby. You have to. What are you going to do? If if it's one of those things, if you if you're another team and you need a kicker and Mason Crosby's out there, you're going to sign Mason Crosby. Yeah. What What are you going to do? I mean, we have. I still don't think the problem is all Mason. I do think, um, like I said to you guys, that it's that. Uh, that video on Twitter, uh, whatever his name is, who has the Mason Crosby song, since that song just came out, Mason Crosby is batting less than 500 on his kicks. Mm-hmm. That's one of it. The other thing is the snapper boho thing. I, if you watch the replays of you guys, it looks like he's holding it at a bit of an angle, but you can still make a 32-yarder. But also what hey, I said, man. he doinked it legitimately. If that ball is two inches to the you know, more center – we're not having a conversation this yeah. week. So it's it's one of those. It's the best we're going to get. But, God, Steven Wordle, too. There's the, you know. The, the punt. Oh, my The terrible God. snap on the punt. And I So we talk a lot about snapping on this podcast, and I still don't get it. You watch that. If you look at where Steven Wordle is, the ball goes pretty much directly straight behind him if you look at the hash marks on the field. And the Horquez is lined up on the left side of the the hash mark, about a full yard, three feet to the left. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's what they always do, but if he's standing directly behind the long snapper, it is a – The snap looks a lot better. It's a completely fine snap. It was not off the mark at all. So (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. It's it's a thing every week. So real
2: quick, are we then as a
0: podcast and, I mean, really as a community, as a
2: whole, is our listeners going to blame – The uh Crosby Woes on what's his name? The guy who made the Stephen Wertle. No no. No, the guy who made the video about Mason Crosby. Because I'm down, I'm down to aimlessly blame it. Honestly. I don't know. He, not
0: Mason. He yeah. seems like a nice guy. It's tough to put yourself out there, put your face out there, making video content, and I don't really want to shit in his mouth. Oh, okay, let's not. So we don't have to we do that. Else, but I just want to throw that stat out. There. But yeah.
2: um I, sorry, I, I I don't know why I was expecting anything else for your your Crosby take, but I agree, it's level headed and yeah, like because I, I see a lot of people like. Oh, it's time to get ready. It's it's time to go. Sorry, it's over. Like it it it's over. It, it it's you know he had his you know he had his run with the Packers, but it's time to move on. But like it's not that simple.
0: Yeah, it's just not. Even in training camp, the one when it was announced that we were um tr- we cut J.K. Scott and traded for Corey Bohrko's, I was like, man, I would have thought if we're making the move, it would have been the snapper because that is a lot easier to put in for the whole operation type deal. But God, once again, the biggest thing you. At the end of training camp, you traded for a punter, you know, seven, six games, whatever, end of the season, you move on from long snapper. We knew these were issues before anyone showed up for practice. Why the fuck did it take that yeah. long for you to make these moves? And now, weird, they, they're they out of sync right now, probably because they, they've only had practices throughout the season, didn't have any training camp. I don't. Know. That's, yeah, I was. That's I. I'm still under cool. my 18 month moratorium of criticizing
2: Brian Gudikson. <laughs> yeah. But if I wasn't, I would. I would rehash the fact how offensive it is to trot up there and say Hunter Bradley's a, a consistent and yes. good snapper. I'm still. Thank if you. I was in a period of my life where I was able to criticize Brian Gudikson, I would. I would again mention how offensive that is to say that. But but I have a self-imposed moratorium. Yes. I won't. I will not say that.
1: Hey. Yeah, um, Spence. I'm gonna dig you out of your dark place right now. Oh, you're gonna find this Mm -hmm. preseason. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, I just I could I could tell the like the tone of your voice was changing when we were when you started talking Mm -hmm. um, just now, Um, and so I'm gonna like I'm gonna go away from special teams. Um, and I'm just going to go towards special friends. Oh. And so one thing about the game being there that I really like didn't love is that I didn't get to text you guys on the group. As
2: much. <laughs> yeah. It was like guys,
1: was, it was hard. Like, cause you know, like, I don't know, like something would happen and I'd be like, Oh, I gotta text them. and I'd be like, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. And so I'm just happy. Like, I'm happy that I can watch the game on Sunday and text you guys.
2: Oh, that's very well, nice. Well, we're happy to provide that and to do the same.
0: Yeah, you know, you're you're a special friend. We might, know.
2: yeah, we might not have special teams, but we have special friends.
0: Yeah, and we have a extremely special friend on this podcast. Is Kyle an idiot? Oh, I'm not an idiot. Okay, you sure? Yes. Oh, right. Is Kyle, in 85th the week. I think I updated these numbers. You are 17, 13, and 1. Ooh. We'll go with that. Um, no, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, still struggling Well, to get the... No, I'm struggling to find trivia questions every week. But, Kyle, are you ready for your three questions? I do have a stump span this week, too. It's okay. one you hate, so oh, even better. Okay, but are you ready? Yes. Okay. First question, Kyle. Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones were drafted in 2017. What other running back did the Packers take in that draft? Uh
2: I think it was
0: Dexter Williams. Ooh, no, Kyle, it was Devontae Mays. Oh Devontae Mays, yes. Uh, I would have got that, but damn it. Yep. What year was ugh. Dexter was the year after that. Um yeah, Dexter. Devontae Mays. God. I was under that night even. I remember that name, but I would have never. Devontae Mays, I don't want to be a mean person, but I'm going to hear he might be the worst running back in Packers history. Would you like to guess his stats? I think it's like one carry, one fumble. Devontae Mays finishes Packers and NFL career with four carries, one yard, Two fumbles. Oh, two fumbles. Yes. Literally
2: 50% of his touches. I think he came in and for he catches... one of those
0: games where Aaron Jones got hurt, which happened quite a bit early on. Yep. came in and legitimately, his I think his first NFL carry.
1: Holy shit,
2: remember that? That feels like ages ago when we were so worried about Aaron Jones' fra- fra- fragility. Yeah, fragility. Yeah, well, like, like where is he now? Oh, well, shit. I'm,
1: I'm just thinking that stat line is like a stat line for a conversation with my boss. have. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
0: Two, two, four carries, two fumbles. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know we say that a lot too. Where it's like, well, I could do that. I legitimately, we, I think all of us could do could that. Fumble fifty percent of our carries. We need to get one yard out of four. Literally, just dive forward, and you're better than Devontae. Yeah, no, you would literally before. piss would be running down your. <laughs> yeah. That's well, I would get the yard, but yeah, no, I'd be, no, I'd be no. covered in shit after this. <laughs> yes. The second piss six play, Kyle. What former Packer? Player, Brett Gould, just kidding. Unretired and finished his career with the Rams. Oh, um.
2: He did unretire, right? Oh, shit. I don't know if he unretired. It has to be. Uh, yeah, I assume. The all time sack leader, Clay Matthews. Oh, no, Kyle. That's wrong. Oh, Sam Shields. Yeah, fuck. Did Clay not unretired. Clay didn't unretire. Ah. He just,
0: yeah, I, yeah, you're just wrong. I'd be, you no, know, yeah, you're just wrong on that because, yeah, Clay did not, Clay did not retire. He just uh, signed with them the year after. But it is Sam Shields, him. so I'll take a half point. <laughs> I mean, but that's after you were wrong. But yeah, it was Sam Shields. Sam Shields, obviously, he had you know all those concussion problems. It's really when the secondary went to shit when we got Randall and Rollins and. Shields. And then he had the concussion that kind of disappeared career was out out for a couple seasons. I still he had a really weird IG. Post. I, I don't think he, he was good with the Rams.
1: He played. He played. He was okay. Yeah, but I don't. Okay. I mean, the, you mean like he wasn't happy with them? As no, like, I do No, like I don't think he was a good. Player. He he was
0: oh, off. Yeah. He was out of the league for at least two years and came back, which is pretty phenomenal just to be a starting corner. And yeah. the after that, but yeah, it was weird. It was a weird breakup too with him and the Packers, where he had like an IG post where he did like hashtag uh, Pat McKenzie, who's like the team's doctor and shit, because he wasn't happy that they weren't allowing him to play in all this. Hashtag but Pat McKenzie, what? It, it, that that was, that was legitimately that. Was like, he's, he's not exi- he might not be able to way. Was that the only... There was a bunch of other ones, too, like Ted Thompson, Mike McCarthy, just all these weird things that he threw in there. Hmm. But one thing, he is a true Packer, because he has got a gigantic Super Bowl ring tattooed at the side of it on the side of his neck. If you're curious, Google Sam Shields tattoo, and you will be mystified by how large that tattoo is. Okay, Kyle, 0-2 for the week. Mm, We'll see. Maybe an asterisk on that one, but you were wrong. Or three. Kyle. Oh, boy. This isn't... You'll get it. When was the last time we were playing the Rams this week? Kyle, when was the last time the Packers faced Odell Beckham Jr.? Hmm.
2: I believe I was at that game, the uh, the uh, playoff game. I think it was the wild card, and I think yeah, it was the uh, the Randall Cobb Hail Mary game. Yep, yeah, he punched a hole in the wall.
0: Yep, you got it. Twenty sixteen, whatever you got it. Yeah, we were at that game. Friend of the program, Tom Grossi was at that game too. to nice. mention his name because he's a gigantic uh, star now on YouTube. But yes, uh, very good, Kyle. That was less than perfect.
1: You want to you want to know why I wanted Odell to be a Packer? Mm, sure, because of that meme with the Rogers face looking. Honestly, like, that would have been so. bad. I did
2: post it. Did you steal that or did you make that yourself?
0: Oh because no, that that came out right after in 2016. Yeah. Oh, you I did, did not make you that. You well,
2: well, you no, did Well, no, because the timing what? of it. No, I'm saying recently with with the whole and then Rogers face because the timing of it with like him, you know, the rumors of him becoming a oh, passer. Sure. I thought that did not get enough love. Oh no! I laughed so hard. That meme was already created, but yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was obviously the whole and after that. Game, but like the, whole, the, it's oh, just I so perfect because to... it's like it's Rogers, yeah. it's Lambo, you know, it's Obj that, you know,
0: created that whole like oh it was so. Funny. I'd be lying if I, um, hopefully, I'm not taking this from you, Hank. But I was looking forward to it, it would have been hilarious because I I feel like either Odell or someone would have had him take a picture as a Packer next to where the hole was. Oh, I was going to say, there's no way they still have that. (laughs) That would be pretty crazy if they did, but I would assume uh, such a historic and phenomenal place like Lambeau Field, they patched that up pretty -hmm. pretty quickly. Mm
1: -hmm. Anything, A? Oh, I just, I didn't even know that you had posted that. So funny. We were, we just like, we must be special friends. Mm -hmm. We're extremely, we
0: established that. We're all very special guys here. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, very good. One and two for the week. Do you have one, one a, stump, one. a stump spending that? You yeah, it's you
2: have? Uh, it's pretty simple actually. Okay. And uh, I can't remember. I was I was uh, listening to an episode. and I said you you hate the college one, so that's exactly what I yeah, have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, talk of the town, the laser show. Yep. Getting another well. It's looking like he's getting another start. Possibly could not on I'll, Thursday. The Lions lost, but what they always say about uh, about teams: uh, good, good teams win, great teams cover. Thank you. That's the only. And they covered, the huh? yes. Yep, they did cover. Um, so
0: it's simple. Where did Tim Boyle go to college? Uh, he went to UConn. Ooh, okay. And uh, God, I almost said UConn. I almost said Connecticut right there. <laughs> I mean, you could, for, that would have worked. <laughs> yeah, but for the second guess, I know.
2: I know it too. I mean, it's funny, like just, his
0: his his uh his uh like career log, like his stats by season. It's so funny. He's he's gotten like reviral again because yes, um, I believe I don't know why I can't think of the smaller school he that at, but he. It's tough. Like what I? I guess? Yeah. Is it Appalachian
1: State? No.
0: Oh, now I know it's because uh, it's Eastern Kentucky. Correct. Oh, T- shout out to yeah. our Tyler Childers. That's the way I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. listen to this. He so
2: he threw, he threw, he threw for six hundred yards his freshman year, three hundred and thirty yards his sophomore year, two hundred and eighty yards his junior year, all at UConn, and then he transferred to Eastern Kentucky through like twenty three hundred yards. So it's like even when he. You know, got a full season as a start. He didn't really like that. Like, I'm
0: just curious how this guy ended up on NFL roster. I can't imagine what you know, whoever the scout was for the Packers, looking at tape and it's like, "We've we've got something. We need here. this guy." Yeah, yeah, it was like it
2: was like ten ten touchdowns, like 14 picks the year he threw it. It's like, what
0: what what are we seeing here? It's I, I hope they stick with him. If nothing else, I really hope he plays this week so Thanksgiving we can watch. Yeah. I didn't
2: because yeah, I didn't really get to watch him yeah. on Sunday, but like. And here, here's – I mean, I know this is this is not an unpopular opinion, I would think, but some people don't like the Lions on Thanksgiving. I love it. I love them at 11. It's just so comfy. That's the
0: way it should be because it's yeah. like, you know, you're really not paying attention to the game. It's just kind of on in but the background. But you are,
2: and it's just like the smells are starting to pick up. Right. And you, you
0: get a few beers
2: in you, and it's just – and they have those classic unis. Like, I just – there's something so right it's, it's about le-
0: the Lions. It's, on it's legitimately back to like the poverty franchise thing. It's like okay, throw the Lions a ball <laughs> Let let everyone watch them on on Thanksgiving. Yeah, That's really.
2: I bad. want I want a Packers Lions Thanksgiving matchup soon. I
0: really bad. I wouldn't mind it, but I go back <laughs> to Rogers back when. He had concussion problems, and he banged his head on the turf. That's right. Stuck around him. Was Matt that the was last terrible. time they played Thanksgiving? I'm not sure. I th- I honestly think he got hurt in that game, and I think there was another one where Matt Flynn started, and it was really, really bad, yeah. too, One of the worst Packer games i ever watched. But, yes.
2: So, yeah, I hope I hope uh, Tim Boyle gets another shot against the <laughs> – Oh,
0: God. Tim Boyle versus Andy Dalton. Ugh, yeah. The, Buckle that's, up. That's going to get people around the TV for Thanksgiving. But, yes – Moving on to next week, like you did there, the Packers are playing the St. Louis Rams. (laughs) St. Louis Rams. Oh, whoops. The the Rams. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, 325 kickoff, Fox coverage. I honestly thought you were just there. Yeah, sometimes when I read, I don't actually think. But, yes, I I don't have it written down, so there you go. I don't know why I said it. But, yes, Joe Buck, uh, Troy Aikman should be a good game. The Packers are one-and-a-half point favorites, 48-and-a-half over under. Rams are coming off a bye. They are 7-3, 10th in points, 2nd in yards per play, 3rd in passing yards, 24th in rushing yards. Uh, They're tied for 3rd in the league for least amount of sacks given up. Stafford has a pass rating of 106 for the season, 24 touchdowns, 8 INTs. Cooper Cup leads the league in yards right now, um, 1,141 and 10 touchdowns. Daryl Henderson is the running back, averaging 4.7 yards per carry. Pretty good offense. Obviously, Sean McVay is the coach there, and Matt 4 is off of that tree, so we'll have all those fun little storylines going into the game. On defense, they're pretty all right, too. Third in the league in sacks with 29. Eighth in rushing yards, 17th passing yards, 15th in points. Uh, Leonard Floyd has kind of rejuvenated his career. There's seven and a half sacks on the season right now. Aaron Donald's pretty good, too, if you forgot about him. Six sacks right now. Ramsey is the highest-grade corner, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, and they just obviously traded for Von Miller. We'll be going up against Yash nine So that is watch. the game, Kyle. What are you? What are you thinking here? Are you going to be at this game, Kyle? I,
2: uh, you know what? It's funny you ask. I will be at this oh, game. yeah, you
0: like, the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
2: So I will be at the game on Sunday. Got the gold package, so I'll be at the game. Okay. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I. Uh, man, this is a huge game. There's so many implications, obviously on the line. Um, both teams are going to. Throw the kitchen sink at each other, so true, to speak. True. Uh, they, <laughs> they know, they know what's on the line, um, and so do we. I just, yeah, it, it's. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, but I like our chances.
0: Okay, Hank, do you have any big thoughts you got to get out of your your head on this game? You're do, doing a lot of
1: thinking. Yeah, well, like I guess I will. First off, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but if I had. I would say I'm jealous that you get to go to a real NFL stadium this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, and then I would say that I, after last week or I'm a little nervous about our corners now, like I hadn't had been, I hadn't like missed mm. Jair, I think as much as, you know, subconsciously I was really missing Jair. Right. Um, But like this game, I'm, I'm like, that's where I'm nervous. That's about. a
2: really good, really good point. Kind do, of do we too. know
1: if like Rashawn Gary is going to be back?
2: I, my guess would be is he'll be questionable. I forgot to it. mention how it's kind of sounded like it was coming, coming up to the, like down to the, the last minute that he could have played, which again, I think is super encouraging. And yeah, I think it'll probably just be the same song and dance this week, it, which ultimately I'm mad. They'll probably hold like if, I had to guess they. He's not going to play just because with the buy next week.
0: Yes, Um, I I agree. But again,
2: with the implications of this game, I I don't think they should sort of take this. Oh well, we got the buy next week approach. But you know that's why they get paid the big bucks, and I have a
0: podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's. I don't know, it's kind of like a game I circled at the beginning of the season and then it kind of went down a little bit. Now I think it's kind of one of the, you know, premier game for the mm-hmm. week. I don't know, I'm just really hoping that Stafford, you know, I haven't seen too much, I haven't watched any Rams games this year, but I've only seen the negative on, on Twitter, right. which it's kind of the way the website works as well. But I'm hoping getting back at Lambeau, he reverts back to like bad Stafford. Yeah, Maybe he'll think his receivers are worse. You know, but, I mean,
2: are. they're coming off of a bye
0: where they just got embarrassed right. by the Niners. But this is the thing, too, is there's there's a whole, um, with the narratives and what we've, how we've described the Packers the last two years as being soft. And it does seem like we're in that weird spot where I think we're the tougher team and the Rams are a soft little bitch team. So, yeah. I don't know. Well,
2: it is, yeah, how that's kind of reversed like that where usually we're kind of the, you know, Glitz and glam sort of team where yeah um, we're gonna look real k- cool doing it, but if you punch us in the mouth, we'll, we'll shrivel up a little bit. But yeah, we're we don't seem to have that identity anymore, especially on defense.
1: Yeah, so okay, here's here's what I'll say. Um, I just got very very hopeful because I just realized that like we're having like kind of like there's some coinciding um, like narratives that are coming back right okay be a lot yeah, of hands yeah it hand yeah, yeah, makes for uh it makes for great radio um but last time we played the rams um in 2018 right
0: well, we played in the playoffs last year too yeah right? yeah yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: but like regular season in 2018 yep. that was the tie montgomery game Yep. um we came off a of bye that week we went to their stadium Ooh. and we lost and so this is really the check. reverse it is it is yeah i just checked yeah and um, and so like i you know like i i i like it seems it seems like that event will lead into this event and now we should win. i yeah.
2: absolutely love it yeah. love that shit that the the, the connections
0: like that Really yeah, well done. It's, Hank, mirror, it's mirroring and,
1: each other in a specific way, yes.
0: right? Yeah, well, we'll see. We were talking about the tough toughness and uh, finesse stuff there too. I I do think we probably are not as tough of a team without Elton Jenkins, so that'll be tough up front with that front seven that they have. So that could be that's something I'm a little worried about, not to make uh, Hank worried again, but. I, I just I'm
2: not that scared of Von Miller anymore. I just I don't know. Like obviously Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald.
0: Yeah, you're you're not wrong. But even like someone like Whitney Merciless, that people kind of half-assed yeah. off for being older, and he was a really good player for us. as you know as long as he was healthy, and maybe Von Miller's gonna kind of turn it back on too. So I'm excited I, about Josh.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping it's cold, and I'm hoping that AJ Dillon is going like that, just going, going, going. Mm, yes, going, going, I, going. I agree. Well. With that, Kyle,
0: what are your predictions for this game, your score? I think
2: that, you know, we saw the second half of that team on Sunday of that offense was, was very refreshing to see. They were moving the ball with relative ease. They connected on a deep one, scored some points. So I think they can build on that, especially at home. They'll be able to operate in a much quieter environment. And uh, I think they scored 37 points, honestly. Oh, okay. And I think the defense, you know, plays well enough to to get the job done, and they let up 24 points. So 37, <laughs> 24, a comfortable win in Lambeau. I like how
0: you spelled out the score: well, the offense is going to score this, and the you know the brand right. are going to score this. Yep. Yeah, I like that. We're, I I'm shocked that you took the optimistic approach there, Kyle. Wow,
2: I just realized, though, that 37 means three Mason Crosby field goals.
0: Well, Maybe we'll go for two or something. Maybe yeah. something battle. Well, I don't know. But I'm sticking with it. 37 Maybe, 24 maybe a bunch of field goals or something. We'll yes. Total that to 37. Kyle, you're the optimist. I'm usually a little bit oh, negative. Here I, we go I uh, didn't think we were going to win last week. I was pretty close with the score, too. Oh, now you're going to
2: do the thing where you pick against them, and then they're going to win, and then you're going to be like, oh, it was all my credit. Like, I picked against them, so that's why they won. Go ahead and do it. All right, I am picking the Rams to win 31 <laughs>
0: to 28. I hate you. One, this is – so this is my to mindset. A game I'm going to. That's so <laughs> – They're – okay. They're oh, just saying I think he's having a heart attack. There are, uh, no, he's okay. there are two things. The reason why I'm picking it this way, one, yes – Hopefully, I'm wrong like I was with the Cardinals game. Oh, I'm like, Sure. Yeah. But, real shit, I think we're going to lose this game. I think we're very banged up. I think it's, you know, we came out kind of flat in Minnesota, too. This is a tired team physically and mentally. I think it'll be a close game. I think we're going to lose, and I think it's going to be the last game we're going to lose the rest of the season. I really think Ooh. we're just really battered right now. We need to catch our breath. Tough game. They're coming off of a bye. It is at Lambeau, so
1: hopefully that'll help us
0: but I see us losing this game and I really think it's going to be the last game we're going to lose all year. Hank, are you, you well, want to talk I about just, that?
1: I just want to say, I feel like um tired mentally. I don't agree with that. Mm, I don't I agree. Like, I don't. Hank. Yeah. I don't agree with that. None of us know.
2: None of us know. For well, sure. no, only because, sorry if I'm stealing your yeah. point, but only because of, like I said, the implications of this game, like they all know how huge this game is and how they'll see this team in January. Like, and this could possibly be for True. whoever hosts the other one in the playoffs. Yeah. So True. I think tired mentally. Yeah, I think that's a stretch. I and like
1: I don't like I don't see the team that finished last game tired mentally. Like that like I, like I don't know like it didn't like it doesn't seem like that was a def, like that was super deflating for me watching that game, but it didn't feel like that for the players. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, just let's all remember this right now.
0: And I definitely won't say I told you so when we get at the end of the first quarter and Packers don't have any points like it seems to happen.
2: Every well, season. no, I mean that's just a Packers oh, this year, They
0: that's don't just, score
2: in the first quarter. That's just normal. That's yeah, not a That's a
1: trend. That's that's not being mentally tight. Okay. Okay, sure. Either sorry, way, sorry well, Spence feels attacked. <laughs> let's let's
2: let's reel it in. Hank, what is your score prediction for this game?
0: You almost said 40, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah so. no, I'm
1: going 42-35. Jesus Christ. Packers. Wow, Good burner.
0: 42-35. Kyle, what is your bold prediction? Oh, you go ahead. Oh, wow, I can't believe you. Okay. Well, I like doing this. This is what we do usually for these bold predictions. Our first. Last week, we had Josiah Debar having his first career NFL touchdown. I picked Patrick Taylor. to his first NFL touchdown. It did not happen this week, but I don't think it's going to happen this week either. I have Tippa at Al. Al-al-a. Al-al-a. It ends with an I. Al. Al. Alai. Alai. Okay, will go, go. Tipa Alai with his first career NFL sack. That's what I have. Kyle, what is your bold prediction mm-hmm. for this game? Okay, you
2: went defense. I'll go offense. And uh, I think. I mm-hmm. think MVS goes back-to-back. Oh, God. I okay. think he has a 70-plus yard touchdown. Do I
0: need to, like, pinch you or something? How many times have you I know said you're not it, doing it again? It never, it never goes well. You picking MVS only makes me think the Packers are going to lose more. No, no. I, uh, I'm a dark I think
2: – I th- <laughs> actually, I know I made a promise to myself last year and to everyone that I would never <laughs> do it again. And honestly, I'm kind of a piece of shit for now breaking that promise just so blatantly and flagrantly, but – I think this is my first time picking MBS Bull Prediction, so...
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we, so, Damn like, it. are you... Now, pe- now it's like,
2: I can't take it back now. Are, like, you a yeah, piece,
1: are you a piece of shit for breaking it or making the promise in the first place? Ooh. Yeah, for not believing it. Damn. In Sorry, I didn't mean that. Like, no, that is
2: actually, I don't... I don't even know how to answer. that. Well, that's a he, fantastic he, question.
1: Well, yeah, it's
0: a good point because it wasn't a positive thing. He wasn't doing it thinking that it was affecting NBS. He did it because he wanted to get off the NBS. Experience. No, I actually, I think I did it because I thought it was affecting NBS. <laughs> okay. I might have to, I might have to go back to last year's Colts game and give a listen So you're not show. a
1: piece of shit in either scenario. Mm, I'm just no,
0: in both scenarios, you're
1: a piece no. of shit. Okay. I am, Yes, couldn't agree more. Yep. Hank, what is your bold prediction for this game? Yeah, I'm going AJ Dillon three touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I just. Um. Especially like I'm thinking, like you know, Turkey Day coming up. So mm. why not okay. the turkey touchdowns?
2: So. No, he's gonna. Well, it'll be after Turkey Day, so he'll have a bunch of you know mm.
1: calories yeah. to burn, but energy like, uh, extra meat. Three. The cards. What yeah. is a three? Uh, what three strikes in a row is a turkey, right? That's right. Yeah. So Ooh. this would be three <laughs> touchdowns in a row. Nice a
0: game. Okay. Wow. Turkey is, on Turkey weekend. That is sound logic. Well, with that, hey. Yeah. We're at the back end, the end of the episode here. This is where everyone gets all excited. If you could please, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we're a podcast, so that helps other people. podcast. Put put the podcast in their ears and they listen, and then we get the satisfaction of more downloads. So if you could please do that, they get the
2: satisfaction of, well,
0: listening to what you just listened to, which only made you smarter, I'm sure. and, And smile. Yeah. Um, yeah, do that or tell a friend to listen, whatever. I don't care. Only if they're Packer fans. Only if they're Packer fans or bike I, I don't really care. Not Lock Packer them fans. in a car. That
1: and I was going to agree somewhere
0: with the podcast on. Okay. That would work too.
2: Kyle, what were you gonna say? <laughs> um I was just saying that, you know, this podcast is 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 fantastic i mm-hmm. love doing it and you know there could possibly i don't know just eyeball emoji be be some exciting things on three eyeball emojis i just think i don't know just you know five eyeball emojis yeah just it's it's, it's exciting
0: i'm excited i'm i'm yep. excited look for news next week there might be some cool stuff going on with the podcast but uh you got <laughs> extra extra <laughs> with, with that uh, Hank, do you have an according to Hank, we've already gone pretty long. I don't know if we... Yeah,
1: I well I think I just I wanna make it simple today. Okay. And like to this it's Thanksgiving. So <laughs> okay. what, it's we're, Hanks. what we're all thankful for. Um and so starting with you, Spencer, I wanna hear one thing you're Hankful for.
0: I, I just love how you're not full of yourself calling it Thanksgiving. It's if, <laughs> if if humble. If name is Hank, never mind. Um, <laughs> it's more it's more Self hate. Okay, what am I? What am I thankful for? Self so hate. Is that what we're doing? I honestly, I am just thankful for the Green Bay Packers. I know it's not exciting. It's nothing creative here, but you get those moments just about every year, and especially after the Cardinals game, and it was a couple weeks ago, but it, in those moments, it's like God. I can't imagine rooting for another team, especially yes. like we had those moments. You know, it was a fun. We shouldn't have won. You know, everyone was against us. And then you look at the Vikings at home, whatever. And they've won their Super Bowl. But it's these little moments that we get all the time. And it's Mm. it's what gets you up in the morning. So right now, I'm glad we have Packers football. Because right now, you know, the weather's still halfway decent. And it's I can think forward to Sunday. I'm thankful for Sundays with Packers football. And, you know, in February when we're scraping the ice off our cars and no football on Sunday, it's going to be – we're going to wish we could go back to this time. So I'm I'm thankful for that. because
2: it's so easy to forget that it's as simple as – Only one fan base ends the NFL year happy, you know? Yes, yes. There can only be one champion. And so you just need to put that in perspective and realize how blessed we are to root for this team that is so good year in and year out. At least for my lifetime rooting for them, they've just been so good. so. Well
0: said, Spence. But we do need a Super Bowl this year. We do. That's we, true. We actually, do, I am getting a little impatient. We've, <laughs> We've had enough of those years. Super Bowl this year, please. Yes. Um, God, Jesus, football, Jesus, God. Yes. Hank.
1: <laughs> Kyle, what are you thankful for?
2: I am thankful
0: uh, for well, Hank himself. Oh. Ooh. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a very um, charming smile. I know. <laughs>
2: I've, I've mentioned it before. Uh, Hank has brought a very positive aspect to this pod, a very more unserious aspect, which is a good thing, I think. Maybe me and Spence were taking ourselves a little too seriously. You're just, scared. you're mean mugging me right now. Yeah. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? You right know, now? You, you really take pride in your level headedness. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I think it mm-hmm. means you have a cement head. I'm back down to two eyeball emojis after <laughs> <laughs> So So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm, I'm thankful. This This pod actually feels like a complete. Unit now, you know, Kyle. You and I are going to talk when we're done recording. Really. Okay.
0: Hank, what do you have? what
1: do you have? feel like? What are you? Hank, what are you thankful for? Feel like the stuffing, like just pull out of the turkey, so soft and warm right now.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Is that what you're thankful for? Yeah. Thinkful well, for I'm two? I'm
1: thankful for two things. I mean, like, I'm just thankful to be here. Um, <laughs> just happy to be here <laughs> okay. on this pod with my special friends. Um but i was thinking also like i'm just so thankful that i'm not a didn't grow up a Vikings fan oh, and like like i mean i yes. think just thinking about that like you know it's probably going to be forever till i ever have kids like then that's a whole other story right okay um not we got time yeah not that i don't want them you know it's just like you okay. like there's just parts of that equation that just okay. are are tough we're, you know? we
0: weren't questioning yeah, you but okay yeah <laughs>
1: So, you know, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, that being said, someday when that happens, I'm thankful that they will not grow up Vikings fans. Okay. Yes. We'll um, be
2: the song, then.
1: Yeah, and they'll be, or and think about it. Think horrible. about it like odds are you're born in Minnesota, which, you know, like odds are they probably will be. Um, but, like, they're going to be one of the lucky ones. Mm. One mm. of the lucky Minnesotans. Who knows can, where they're from i can say my
2: dad raised me right that's right yes there you go yes.
1: that was that was beautiful yeah very good and, and so yeah i'm leaving this on generational note hope for the future great yeah
0: thank you Hank. that's awesome well hey well, we're all rooting for you and your future family Whatever. whatever <laughs> that was what, what when did you say eventually maybe <laughs> is how you described well,
2: it well there was a part of the equation <laughs> where he said he can't really seem to figure out.
1: <laughs> yeah, math has never been my strong suit. I just from what I know about math. Math and people. Yeah. Um yeah, you know, just been fumbling a lot of conversations lately. <laughs> okay. You know?
0: Well, especially after that. You guys I don't have anything else. You guys have anything else? I uh Ooh,
2: I got the song wait, I got the song this week, so then are we gonna are we gonna flip yeah, it? Yeah, we'll we'll flip it.
0: Hank, do you
2: really just no, have anything else? No, you no, no, here? no, no, let me do that. But, he, but he's got his, okay, okay, I got you. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, well, shoot, I, uh, we got anything else. Spence, you got anything else?
1: Not this week. Uh, or wait, no, sorry, hold on. No, well, yeah, shoot, no, I no, no we're good, keep going, no. Hank,
2: Hank, you got anything
1: else? No, just thankful to be here.
2: Spence, you, uh, you got anything else?
1: Uh, yeah, can't say I do.
2: Well, on that note, Adele, welcome back. Please, don't sue us. Go, back go.
0: I ain't got too much time. to break my walls, but I'm still spinning out of control